0: Hello, and welcome back to You Are Good Enough. This is your host, Kimberly Bell, author of Empowering You, 11 Ways to Shift Your Personal Paradigm. And I'd like to welcome you all here now. And I want to talk about a subject that I know is a big one for me, and I think it's a big one for everyone, although we might not talk about it a whole lot, and that is holding on to grudges. And I guess what I want to talk about here is you know a little bit of How does this happen? Why do we do it? And what we can do to begin to let go of them? Because the truth is, holding on to grudges manifests a lot of things that are not helpful for us as individuals, okay? Energetically speaking alone, it keeps energy lower, densely, uh, A lower dense vibration. And so you might say, okay, well, what the heck does that mean? And basically, what that means is if we have a high vibration feeling emotion and we have a low vibration feeling emotion, and you believe in the law of attraction, right, which says whatever I'm vibrating basically is what I attract to myself, by holding on to grudges, it keeps us, keeps places in us that are vibrating at this lower frequency of energy. So, what does that mean? Well, what that could mean is you attract a person to you in a relationship, perhaps, that has that same wounding, the same, you know, grudge vibration, if you will. Uh, what else does that mean? Well, that also means that you're carrying around this negative, dense energy with you. And that actually becomes your physiology. Somebody who talks a lot about this, and I just love him, is Dr. Joe Dispenza wonderful to listen to. There is also a fantastic movie out um, about healing. It's called Heal, actually. And I found it on Netflix. My daughter actually turned me on to it. And it's amazing. And it's wonderful to see the truth of when we hold on to things, emotions, not just grudges, just emotions, pains, traumas from our past, they can actually manifest into our physical being and and of course we see that right we see a lot of sick people right now and that's another podcast but right now we're talking about grudges and holding on to them okay so now that i'm aware that holding on to grudges i know that it doesn't make me feel good right but now i have a bigger understanding for why it might be healthy for me to be able to heal things and to be able to move forward and let them go who can we have grudges with well we can have grudges with family members right parents siblings feeling wronged for many years, traumatic events, experiences that happen. doesn't even have to be what we would call like traumatic, right? Even people I talk to and work with will say I had the perfect, you know, I had the perfect childhood. And I know that I'm sure that's true, but what's happened is we've all learned an imperfect way of relating and, and you know, it isn't by anybody's, it's not a fault or anything. It's just that we kind of bought into This fear based way of living, which is I need to be somebody I'm not for somebody else so I can get love and approval and those things. That happens a lot in families. We do feel it often in families. So where do we, where do we find ourselves holding under grudges? Family members, ex lovers, ex relationships, right? Maybe they, uh, maybe they cheated on us and and now we are holding, you know, we're, we're very, of course, we're a lot of things, right? Because that triggers our abandonment, our worth, right? They didn't value us. And now we feel unlovable, unva- invaluable, or not invaluable, but unvalued. Just so many things. We can feel as though we're getting scarred in our love relationships. The truth is, our love relationships is what exposes our previous scarring. In a lot of ways, because the things that we trigger in each other are our past pain. So, where else do we hold grudges? We might hold grudges in the workplace. Maybe an ex boss, maybe a boss now, maybe some of my coworkers, whatever it is. And so, just talking about vibration again, imagine if I'm going into work every day and I'm keenly aware that I'm holding grudges in the workplace. Wow, that sets the tone. For my entire workday experience, imagine working with these people and for the same company for 20 years or so. Can you imagine, right? Maybe this happened 20 years ago. That's a really long time. And things like that, you know, talking about the body, talking about physiology, holding on to the anger, the resentment, a lot of things starts to manifest itself in different places in the body and will eventually affect us. Let's talk about, now that we have an idea about why this is keeping us stuck, why this is unhealthy for us mentally, physically, spiritually, I might add. And it it just brings things to us in our life that we say we don't want, but we keep attracting it. So this might be one place that that this might be showing up in your life. It keeps the negative patterns recirculating, right? And people who we have grudges against, I, I guess I'll speak for myself. So why did I used to hold on to grudges? And, and actually, I will say that I went through a moment when I was getting out of my marriage. Um, I took a year to heal myself and to understand what it was that I was doing to myself that was really unhealthy. And I wanted to begin to start to love myself and be kind to myself. And one of the ways of doing that is to look at who we're holding anger and resentments towards, right? Talk about the power of forgiveness. This is really part of that. So when I work with people, and if you've read my book, this is actually, I have a whole chapter dedicated to this, um, to a perspective that I decided to embrace. Initially, it was hard for me to to take. (laughs) Um, And the perspective is everyone is doing their best. And I will explain this because this does rub people the wrong way. And me included, believe it or not, long ago. I believe now that everyone is doing their best. But back then, the person who I was 10 years ago, I was like, what? No, they purposely did that. They knew you know, they were my parent and they were making terrible decisions. They were drinking too much and they were this and they were that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? That's true. They were doing that. However, now I believe that if they had the presence of mind back then to realize who they were affecting, how they were affecting by their actions, right? By the, by their words, by their actions, by all of the ways that they were living, they wouldn't have done it had they known it was going to affect me adversely in the ways that it did. It's always easier, right? As we grow into our years to gain the wisdom and hopefully at some point we realize that we affect people. They affect us and we affect them, cause and effect. But during this time when I took a pause in my, you know, between getting into relationships after getting out of my marriage, This was something that I was committed to doing. I was committing myself to learning how to forgive everybody in my life that I felt as though I was holding on to a grudge with. And I read a few books on how to do this because I couldn't figure it out. I just couldn't figure it out. And then finally, I realized, you know what? We're all the same and we are all doing our best. And when I say we're doing our best in every moment, I still get somebody who says, no, 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 no. You know that's not true actually or that's what they say <laughs> but basically what happens is we want to hold them accountable right we don't want them to get a free pass we don't want to let them off the hook because we're our ego wants to hold on to that make them pay for it but here's the way i see it when i say that we are all doing our best in every moment i want you guys to look at it like this let's say we have two people in a room they're having a heated argument it's a marriage there's a lot of pain present they're both triggering their, you know, let's call the younger child, right? Let's call that little child inside. And those pains go back to past. The things that are coming out of those people's mouths, and I'll be honest with you right now, they probably don't have the presence of mind. They're both in a pattern of cause and effect, reaction, total 100% reactivity, reptile brain all the way. And most of the time, they're not even hearing what the other person is saying because they're so busy about the next zinger that's going to be shot out of their mouth so they can really get a rise out of the other person. So when you get into this moment, this heated moment, there's a lot of things that come into play when we have things that we want to say. We have all kinds of things, right? We show up in this human body with a lot of people's projections And ways of doing things, you know, schools of thought, rules that we've grown up with. We think we know the right way of this and the wrong way for that. And we show up in an argument with somebody. We have all of that past with us inside of us, if you will. But yet we also have the past hurts that this person in front of us has what we think purposely done to us. Right. And then we, and then in that moment, we're also keenly aware of every single thing that they've done that was unjust to you, right? So imagine if we're in a moment like that, and I think we've probably all been in a moment like that. So here we are, we're having this moment, and I'm saying that people make the best decisions that they're able to make based on who they are, what their life experience is, what the surrounding circumstances is what their what their history is with this person and the places that they've their pain has been triggered from it brings up all of these things i will all day long i will always believe that every single person is doing their best in every day and you know this isn't related to grudges but i actually had a client last week who actually said to me oh do you feel like you do the best you can in every moment of every day and i looked at him and i said i absolutely do 100% every single day and You know, it's an interesting thing to ask yourself. And I think if you ask yourself that truth, I think that you'll probably agree with me that you do the best that you're able to do every day. And you've been that person in that heated argument. And you've said things that you did not mean to say. And you've done things in your life that you did not mean to do. And if you give yourself a break for a moment and you realize your humanness, and that's what we all need to do here is to have compassion for self, and compassion for our, you know, our our fellow man, woman, you will probably come to a similar conclusion that we are all doing the very best that we're able to do. I'm going to make an extra note here about parents, because, you know, I'm in my middle age, past my middle age, supposedly, and parents hurt children. And they most of the time do not even know they're hurting their children. I've hurt my children. And I'm sure I still don't know all the ways that I've hurt my children. But what I can tell you is I most certainly didn't mean to do it. And I most certainly wasn't aware of it in the moment. And if I had been aware then I probably apologize for what I was aware of. And so that's what I want to say about this perspective. This was huge for me. And this was what was able to help me find compassion. And then through the compassion, I was able to truly forgive, like really forgive. And what I call really forgive is when you can sit there and you don't feel triggered in any way by what went down. And I want to say, that there have been a lot of people in this world who have had atrocities upon them. And I'm sitting here right now and I'm thinking about all the horrific things that we know goes on, that we know have gone on, we know is going on right now. And we're living in a world where a lot of these things happen. And I believe that the people who are doing them are mindless, if you will, and completely detached, acting out of... Um, whatever pain there is or whatever type of whatever it is that is driving them. I believe that it's mindless, I guess I'll say. So this can be tricky depending on who and what you are trying to forgive. But I do know that anytime I struggle myself, and, and I've been through some pain myself, every time I do, what helps me is to go to higher ground in my perspective is to go to the higher road is to give it over to a higher power than myself whether that be god whether that be my i am presence whether that be the all knowing whatever we call that higher power for us and that is the only way that i know how to move through it start to heal what i want to offer now are ideas okay now that i've <laughs> now that i've said my spiel on adopting this new perspective, I ask you to try it on a little bit. You know, I I rejected it initially and then I sat down with it and I was like, you know what? They probably did do the best they could based on their fears, based on their past experiences and who they were at the time. So I'm just going to give you guys like a few steps to help you move through this. So after you've been able to maybe try this on a little bit, and now you have a little more compassion, because I think that's what needs to happen first is really to go inside of yourself, find the compassion for yourself, and then you can find the compassion for somebody else who's also human and is and is trying to do life the best that they know how. What was it? So you're going to sit down, take a piece of paper, uh, you know, a pad of paper and a pen. You're going to sit down. You're going to get quiet. And if you have grudges, write down the people and write down what the grudge is. And then what I would like you to do is for each person... You know, you want to write down what was the event, how did you feel, what was said, what was done, and then shift over to the person who did this, what you feel to you or treated you this way over the years or whatever it is. And then maybe try to put yourself in their shoes. You won't be able to do it all the way, but it might be enough to provide you with extra compassion for their state of mind, their life experience, the way they were raised, their rule set, their worries about what people might think, whatever it is. I've got parents in my mind all day long over this one. So sit down and do that for each person, okay? And now try to move this new perspective, kind of project it, infuse it into this situation, this relationship with this person. Let's pretend like I'm angry at a parent and I have been my whole life because they always gave one of my siblings the attention and, and all they did was make me feel like I was never good enough. Okay. Because I think a lot of people have had that experience. So let's pretend like that's the, the case. And, you know, and, and I might see this person every year or two times a year, you know, at the holidays and we have dinners and we're not close at all. And I've got all this anger. I mean, just think about what could be the walls that could be built up over a period of time and it's hurting you. So see if you can put yourself in that person's shoes, whether it's your dad or your mom or your sister, your brother the boss, the ex-girlfriend, boyfriend, right? And see if you can somehow go to their side and sit there for a little bit and see how it feels. And after you feel like you've done that. Now this is if you're really, you know, honestly wanting to be able to do this in your life. This is this is healing for you. This will feel so much better. It can change all of your relationships if you're holding grudges. And I believe that we're here to experience relationships with people. I feel like that is the one of the biggest reasons we're here is to see and understand our feelings and how we feel when we're with people, right? And really take ownership of how I'm making myself feel and being self-responsible for self. And this is one way that we can do that is by allowing ourselves to let go of these things that really hold us back, keep us stuck and cause us disease in some cases. So try to put yourself in the other person's shoes and then kind of come back, to more of a neutral place with the relationship. And then I invite you to actually write down next to to each person who you've written down on your piece of paper and write down how this can possibly change you now in your life. Now that you're going to have probably more energy, you're going to have more happiness, you're going to feel free, whatever those things are for you. And maybe you'll do things differently in your life. I'm not sure, but it's a great question to ask yourself. Was this grudge holding you back from things in your life? Of course, it was holding you back from being ultimately happy in your life, or at least a little happier in your life. So ask yourself the question, how can this change you? And then how can this change the relationship with this person? When you ask yourself that question, what does that mean for you now? And what does that mean for the other person? Think about that. You've given the other person an opportunity to heal as well out of your own healing, because that affects the other person. And and it's interesting, and I can do a podcast another time on this type of healing. There are different ways, there are things that I've done that have helped me heal these things. And and it's not anything that I've, you know, I've had people in my life die, right? So I've had to heal things without them being physically in my in my life, in my world. So there are ways that you can do this. And I'll be honest with you, the biggest way you can do this is for you. And when you change this for you, you change the energy for you. And when you change the energy for you, you attract a different experience into your life. And you just upgraded the emotions that you will experience in your life by letting this heal and move and flow. And that person is going to feel it. There's no way they can't because we're connected energetically. We can feel it if we're somewhat aware of it, or if we stop and we pay attention. I mean, we all know what it's like to go into a room and have yucky feelings, right? So you can feel the energy shift. And you know what? You're going to look different. You're going to feel differently next time you go to the family gathering, or you go into work or, or whatever, or you see your ex at a bar by accident or whatever it is, you know, out to dinner or something, right? let it go. Begin to have compassion for your fellow man, your fellow woman, sister, brother, whatever we call them, right? Us people have compassion and begin to let it go. And that will give you years added onto your life. It'll give you new zest. It'll give you absolutely a new lease on experience in your life and being in your life. And I know one thing, and that is you will be so proud of yourself that you did it once you do, once you let go of that grudge. Okay. Good luck with this. I would love to hear from you. See if it's helped you. Uh, you can reach me at onetruejoy.com. And my email is Kimberly, K-I-M-B-E-R-L-E-Y at one O-N-E, true, T-R-U-E, joy, j-o-y dot com. Thanks so much. I'll talk to you soon.